0: You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. New episodes every Monday. Download at the thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from.
1: The Flyers wrapped up their season finale the only way they know how. With a slow start, they found them down two goals, followed by a furious comeback that actually resulted in a 4-2 win against the New Jersey Devils. The season was filled with some of the toughest times Flyers fans have had to endure in recent memory, but there were a couple bright spots as well. Join the boys and I as we break down what was the 2020-2021 Flyers season and what fans should demand and expect from this most important off-season.
0: Contingent.
1: Hey everybody, I'm your host with the most, Joe Gazarian, and I am, or actually I was very happy to finally feel the sweet release of the death that is this cursed season. Uh, I just feel lighter, you know, I feel like I lost like 10 pounds, and the sun's out more, and you know, the cashier at the Target winked at me. Just, you know, just positive vibes.
2: Yeah, that's, that's always nice. You must have known that you've been going through it. Um, watching these Flyers games, but uh I'm Matt Arennick and I'm sad that it happened and happy that it's over. So I believe that's this, how the saying goes, right?
0: Something like that. Um I'm Mike Zoissa and uh we're only a couple days into the off season and Flyers Twitter is already losing their minds over Jack Eichel. Um I'm Flyers Twitter, by the way.
2: <laughs> so I would be on board. We'll
1: we'll get into that. Um but before, uh, before we get into, uh, you know, no more Flyers games and and the, the offseason, a quick word from our sponsor. Matt, you want to walk us through it real quick, bud?
2: Yeah, so this weekend's UFC 262 is a sure-to-be-a-can't-miss event. Every punch, kick, and knockout means so much more with a DraftKings lineup on the line. DraftKings, the official daily daily fantasy partner of the UFC, is giving you a shot at huge cash prizes. For this weekend's fight, DraftKings is offering all customers a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. If you haven't tried it yet, Fantasy MMA is easy to play. Just pick six fighters, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for advances, takedowns, and more. Plus, don't forget about basketball and hockey, where DraftKings has even more money up for grabs throughout the weekend. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code THPN for your shot at millions of dollars in total prizes throughout the week. That's promo code THPN to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details.
1: Perfection. Absolute perfection. do
0: to Matt. go, Matt. Alright,
1: boys. Let's let's get into it. Um, I figured let's start this episode just talking about the, the recap of the Flyers game, the last game of the year. Um, true Flyers fashion. Come out and lay an egg early and a furious fight to the finish, but hey, in untrue Flyers fashion, they won this game. You know, uh, usually we, we like to joke that you know they'll fall with an empty net and that'll be it, but no, they won this game um, with some some nice goals actually. Um, Drew had a disgusting, um, you know, like scissor pass. Must have must have learned that from me. He saw me some play, playing some soccer. Uh, great pass to to Coots to get that one. Um the young guns continue to shine in, in Farabee. Uh he hit twenty goals for the season. Uh with this season, that's pretty impressive, I, I gotta say. Uh, I, I I think all of us were expecting him to take a, a step, but not the step to be the leading goal scorer. Um He's so
0: the, the first or the youngest Flyers or youngest player to lead the Flyers in goals in a given <laughs> season. Wow. Sure. That's
1: crazy. Um good good for him, but um yeah, uh, Wade Allison continue to shine. Uh, Kim York, listen, he, he didn't blow me away or anything, but it, you know what it did show me is it looks like he belongs I and mean, he's very poised. Um, he's very calm with the puck, which for a young player is, is really good to see. Um, but let's, let's hear your thoughts about the New Jersey game. Uh, Brian Elliott, um, we'll see. He got honored before the game with, the, they got him a, a nice roly and a, and a silver stick for his 500th game. Not a, not a bad night for Al's um, it gets the dub too. So, uh, what are your guys thoughts on the, on the devil's game?
0: Um, I actually, I wound up missing like the last period. I'm pretty sure. Um, very, I, I can't remember the last time I didn't watch a flyer season finale, to be honest. Actually, you know what? I can uh, it was, it was the year that they clinched on the last day against, the rain not the shootout game not the oh, shootout game oh. the year that they like blew the rangers out like, oh where no g has deal. like eight goals yeah yeah it okay. was uh, it was craig whitney's wedding so oh. I was there but uh yeah anyway um i don't know not a whole lot to watch for but um from what i saw i mean wade allison looks like he's a legit middle six player i mean would not be shocked To see him just hold down a third-line wing spot for a couple years, if not, maybe get time on the second line. I mean, he really does seem like a guy who can just play with anybody, because he knows his job, but then he's also not afraid to shoot ever. Like, so many of the goals he scored, or so many, the few goals he scored this year were him being in the right spot, or just wiring a puck from a spot that, you know, if you take the shot, you might, you know, might be an easy save but also could be a surprise goal like that one against the caps was absolutely lethal that he scored from the from the circle so uh, i love to see that cam york i agree joe i think that he probably could use like maybe 10 games to start the year with the phantoms next year Mm. and then could probably get the promotion or if he has a really strong camp he could just make it outright um he again it just looks steady out there Looks like he has a great head for the game. Um JT was telling me or was saying that like he doesn't sound like the most, you know, I don't I don't want to down him. He doesn't sound like the he doesn't speak the best, I guess JT was saying my brother, but like you can tell he reads the game and understands the game so well based on what he says. Mm. So, um yeah, I mean, I would not mind him being on the team. And uh yeah, Jeru just continues to <laughs> continues to just find the
1: to be the light oh, in my yeah. life.
0: Exactly, yeah. I mean, that, that pass was... It's filthy. It was like the, He's done that a couple times, Oh, yeah. And him and,
1: like him the, and Jake have done that. The
0: debate about TK, whether or not he meant to tip that one puck to G the other night, you cannot doubt at all that G was trying to, to make that pass there. I mean, he just...
2: If you know, you know how, like, way. what it takes to get the puck in that direction with your mm-hmm. skate like that, like, you have to be on your toe and you have to finish in that direction. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. a purposeful it was purposely put in that direction. It'd be completely different if he's like skates just sitting there and someone mm-hmm. accidentally rockets a pass and it just like ricochets off of it while it's still yeah. in the ice. Like he lifts up his heel and it's like a swiping motion. Which again, if you played the
0: game, you know that's that's purposeful. Sorry, I was way, watching r- No, r- no, it's fine. That uh sorry, go ahead, Joe. I
1: was just say, real quick, I was looking it up while you were talking, like, wait, Allison. 14 games played. I feel like he's played less than that, but yeah, seven, wow. seven, seven points in 14 games. It's that's pretty good. That's half, you know, half yeah. a point per uh, for a season. That's not in bad, In a regular man.
0: season, would you take 40 points out of Wade Allison next year? Absolutely. Yeah, that's terrific. Small so. sample size, but still. Um, no, the last thing I was going to say about that Devils game was uh, – well, you know what? Real quick, shout out to Els. Um, could be his last game in a Flyers uniform. No. If it is, he served the organization well. He – was put in a position to be a starter more often than he probably should have been. And more often than not, I would say he answered the bell. Yeah, um, I mean, i agree with that. The team put him in a horrible situation, making him play injured in that Penn series. A couple yeah. years ago. Dave no,
1: Haxtell no, wrote him into the yeah, center no clue of the why sun. Did
0: that. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll miss L's if it's his last game. He always knew when L's was going to be on and he always knew when it was going to be a bad night. <laughs> I, I appreciate that from a goalie, at least consistency. If, if, I don't want to question what type of night it's going to be. Uh, I want to see right away. But one last thing I was going to say about the Devils game. Um, Wow, if I can remember now. Actually, I don't know if I can remember. Wow, I forget it. Never mind. That's embarrassing. Go ahead. Who (laughs) Uh, is next? I'll take it
2: over, and if you remember it, you can can cut in here, Mike. But, um, yeah, I mean, what I'll say is I thought Cam York looked really good in his first game. Um, He had some solo one-man breakouts, which is always nice to see, especially – For a team where we were struggling to break out the puck at certain points throughout the year, um, I mean, he's just played with the best players at his age group his entire life. And when you're playing Mm -hmm. with the best of the best, you have to have... It almost forces you. You can't play with very good players if you don't have high, high hockey IQ, like JT was probably speaking to, right? He might not be able to articulate it, but if he can think it on the ice, and you even saw it with him running the power play. I mean, it's so evident and we've talked about this a number of times with Ivan Provorov. Like I've, he's such a good defenseman. But there's certain skill sets, like Ghost, like York, that you just tell they run the power play better. And during his short time, you could already tell that he's going to be a staple on potentially that top power play if Ghost is no longer with us after this this offseason. Um, so I, I think, like Mike said, like if he has a good enough offseason um, and good camp, I could see him... S- sliding in right away um if braun's going to be on that third pair and ghost is gone i don't know who the replacement is yet we'll get to that but i i wouldn't mind a sanheim uh myers cam york Roth, braun and one new defenseman hopefully Doug, dougie hamilton but what about bobby yeah I forgot about bobby uh what, what was like the quote? The name of the episode was that right a, was there? that a purposeful <laughs> omission was that a purposeful omission matt uh yes, 100% was I will be pretty upset if he's still on the team come next year. So.
1: I I would you like to make a bet right now for actual dollars cuz I, no, would, cause I, would I Joe, you I mean,
0: keep doing this with Matt and he turns you down every time. I know <laughs>
1: you know he's going to be on the team. He's not going anywhere.
2: Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, he's we'll, not we'll, going anywhere. We'll see, but yeah, I I want to be I want to temper my expectations just because I was a little overzealous with like NAK last season with that short small sample size at the end yeah. of the year with I yeah. was expecting him to be a very good fourth liner for us. And he showed spurts. I mean for him it was just it's just stupid decisions and penalties, which we saw again in the in the Devils game. Hooking yeah. penalty and neutrals in neutralized that was it was soft, but it was still It's a classic. It was a classic NAK. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Allison looks like a prototypical great third-liner. I mean, half of his goals, only being four in 14 games, were absolute snipes. Like, it wasn't by accident that he comes down and against the Caps and puts it top corner. Like, that was – like, again, he probably has one of, if not the best releases on this team with, yeah. with what we saw in a small sample size. So I'm excited for him, excited to see Faraby put on a couple more pounds and um, see what that can do for him in, in his third year. Or is it, Yes, yeah, it's third year. Third year. Um, yeah. And yeah, that's about it. I mean, there really wasn't much else. I mean, I I guess we'll get into this now. I don't know if, Mike, you remembered anything. But do you want to transition into exit interviews? Because I do want to tie in one thing here.
0: I yeah. did remember what I was going to say. Right, go. go ahead. It's the most unimportant thing ever. Love the it. stream I was watching the game on, it cut out right as that pass that G made to Coots. <laughs> oh. right, right as he made it. So, like... As it was drifting over to Kootz, I was like, "That's a goal!" And then the stream cut out. Such such a a were you watching it? At work, I don't think. I...
2: And then they were like, "Oh, this is too filthy. You can't watch it."
0: <laughs> no, it was uh, NSFW though. So uh, uh. let's let's
1: get into interviews though, uh, Matt. Just because I think it's I'd rather segue there, and then we can kind of talk about maybe season themes after. I feel like it just makes more logical sense. It flows better. Uh, today I sat down while I was working, I hope work doesn't hear this, uh, and I actually listened to a lot of the exit interviews as I was working. Um, uh, Hey, still put up money on the board today. So, you know, they shouldn't be too upset. Um, but the, we kind of talked about this a little bit before we started and I, I do agree with Mike, you know, some of this is, you know, they They have to get up there and say something. I will say, um, Chuck and AV, the, the excuses they were making were a lot of them were COVID based, and it has been a tough year for a lot of people. Um, you know, all of us have had it. It's been tough. A lot of people have had it a hell of a lot worse than we did. So I understand those excuses, and, and to a, a degree, I can accept it. Um, but they started like delving into like, oh, well, if you trained in Canada, it was tougher than the US. Like that when you're getting so nuanced with your excuses, like you're just, you're just looking to go somewhere else with the blame. And I can understand that. You're not supposed to put it on your players, but I mean, the rest of the league had all of these problems too. Like it was not just the flyers that had Canadians and Americans and, and, you know, teams from overseas or players from overseas that were struggling. This was across the league. So, um, you know, we'll see. I I wasn't really thrilled with any of their answers. I didn't know this, Matt, you said, apparently they called it early. They, um, they called the press conference early. I didn't, obviously, I just called the highlights of it, so I didn't get to see that, but that's strange. Um, not expecting them to tell us what the plan is, but uh, I hope they have something in mind. My favorite quote, uh, favorite takeaway was actually from Nolan Patrick, who called this the most important offseason of his life. And it 100% is. Um, he, he has this offseason to prove that he's worthy of, you know, an actual contract and a legit shot at the NHL. So for his for his sake I really hope he nails and has a great off season. You know, there's no more excuses at this point, right? He's he's 100% healthy. There's no nagging injuries, the headaches as of now are are gone. Um I hope they don't resurface. If they do, that's a whole another, you know, whole another thing, but um yeah, kind of what what are your guys thoughts on uh, on some of the takeaways? I listened to Dave Scott by the way. No, I don't think he has a clue what the hell's going on, but No,
0: he doesn't he doesn't know anything about hockey. Nah. So yeah, I mean, no. Nah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think that
2: that one was a little overlooked. I mean, he made a bad comment on, like, I like where we're at. I think he was referencing A.V. and, like, Fletcher and maybe some of the pieces. I wasn't entirely sure there. I mean, that's a very tough comment on the outside. Looking in, saying, like, you like where you are after you have lose, like, four straight to a team 10 games below you and you're embarrassed in, like, 10 games alone just this season. So... Weird comment there, but like my, like like Mike said, I feel feel like part of it is if you're trying to trade players, like you don't want to talk badly about them and like even kind of perceive value to drop. Obviously, fans would like us like them to call it the way it is, like uh, Ed Snyder used to in the past, right? Um, <laughs> I think that's what we're all used to, and I think it was mentioned that he is not Dave Scott is not Ed Snyder. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to take – I would rather have an offseason where actions speak louder than words than vice versa rather than them 100%. saying everything we want to hear, great, 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 and then, like Joe says, we end up next season with Bobby Haig on the team still playing meaningful minutes. Like, if that's the case, then it, it was a failed – like, if he, if he plays the regular minutes next year, I'm not even kidding. Like, it was a failed off offseason, 100%. <laughs> Like there's just no, there's no other way around it. Um, But in terms of the players, I love what Patty said. Like I'm in the camp that I want to give him one more year. um,
0: Yeah.
2: And that if he can't put it together by the midway point of next year, then you kind of have an idea. And then, Hey, someone else takes a spot. Whether it's Morgan Frost, I feel like he's an often forgotten player because he was out this entire year. Like Mm -hmm. if, if Patty doesn't bring it, then maybe you're just kind of alternating between Patty and Morgan Frost and see who's willing to run with the reins, right? Like everyone was saying, hey, like if Patrick doesn't pan out, at least we got Morgan Frost, a multiple hundred plus point player in the in the OHL um, as that second pick in that first round. So I think there's some some things internally that can happen. I'm, I'm interested to see what an off season does for Oscar Lindblom, um, hoping he can get back to where he was because it's not killer, but in a flat cap world, if if he continues to be a shell of himself, three million dollars a year for the next three years is kind of tough for someone who may be a fourth liner. So, um, but in terms of quotes, I mean, Ghost continues to say it like say it like it is. I mean, he's sp- speaking from his uh, I don't want to say his heart, but he does really does not care about like the perception of it which leads me to believe he's on the way out, unfortunately, because he had a great yeah, year this 100%. year. Yeah. I mean, in that shortened season, he was, what, seven goals? I don't know how many points. I think it was like – He's fourth all-time in Flyers goals by
1: defenseman now. Like, he, he was one of our best defensemen this year. And by the way, I, I don't know, I might catch flack for this, but uh, at the beginning of the season, absolutely not. But at the end of the season, Justin Braun was actually very steady, I thought. In the beginning of the season, he was a tire fire. If you, he looked,
0: if you go by his numbers, pretty much ever since kachuria came back into the lineup, at one point in the year, like he was fine. Not yeah, like he was good. Yeah, I mean he he just and that's what you need from him, honestly. Like yeah, you, you don't have to ask for world from
2: him. He like, was if he could be yeah. a number six, then that's
1: it, yeah. And he breaks his foot on the last game. Son yeah, of a bitch, <laughs> it sucks. Um, but yeah, I mean Ghost. From what I got, from what I listened to Ghost, yeah, he's uh. I mean, it seems like he's probably done. I want did, to say, who Jake else did I listen speak? to? I didn't see no. From Jake or he didn't speak. I did not see Jake's um, Hayes. Uh, Hayes admitted that this was not, you know, the kind of year that he was hoping for personally, uh, which was nice to hear some kind of honesty from the player, as opposed to Provy, who said he had a That's solid year. That's what I
2: want to talk about. That's <laughs> when we when I was asking for the segment. That was. A wild yeah.
1: quote. Pro uh, Charlie, Charlie O'Connor from The Athletic, our uh, our most trusted flyer source, asked him, you know, talk about your year, and Pro he's like, Yeah, I thought I had a steady year, you know, a solid
2: year. I was like, What? <laughs> what are you talking about? You were actively in the last actively game, horrible and in, in the last games. game alone, he had like three or four turnovers like in his own zone and like <sighs> know it, it's a it's a weird comment from him because he expects like i feel like he's one of those people who expects himself to be great every night right and he has yeah. the work ethic to match that it's a 100%. little weird to me like you know as a player when you're struggling and i don't know if he would use that as like a weakness to say he had a down year but my god i mean stats back it up i test backs it up like he Did not
0: play well. It was a weird year for Proby. His defense definitely wasn't there. Offensively, he had a decent year. But um, I don't know if that's him trying to keep it positive. I mean, throughout the year, he would make comments about how there's no quit in this team. It's not, you know, nobody's throwing in the towel yet on this team. So I, I don't know if maybe as an alternate captain, he's trying to take a different approach. Like he's not really focused on just commenting about himself anymore i don't really know what would lead him to say that oh there's my cat i'm, in my head, I'm closed in my room what does the cat um, think about provi
1: yeah. could you ask the cat about Provorov,
0: please? he's not happy i guess um but yeah no i mean a weird weird comment but i don't i don't <laughs> jesus christ uh, i don't I'll know s- if that'll correspond to Provi being it's, like whoa! Do we think that he'll just be like, okay, this is my this is my level now, and I'll just play this way? I don't, now. I don't see I it like it. that.
1: I just yeah. it was very out of character for him. He's, he's yeah, very it's just a weird comment. Yeah, he's a very humble guy for the most part, and for him to be like, yeah, this was a solid year. I was kind of taken aback by it
2: too. Like your team mm-hmm. just underperform massively. You just had a bad game the day before, and yeah, I, don't know. I mean, again. I think fans often, and we've seen this on Twitter, like read way too much into the comments. Like as you can imagine, after that brutal season, if I'm a player, like, do you think they're preparing for like their answers during the session? Oh, no! They're walking in there like I, after a bad year, you're like the last thing I want to do is talk about it. Um, he's probably like sitting there zoned out, like listening to like the first part of the, the answer. And then just or question I should say, and then just saying the first thing that comes to mind. So, I don't think we're we're putting too much stock into it, but it can be annoying from a fan's perspective when you're like, what you just said completely contradicts what we just watched. Yeah, we'll see. Um,
1: any any other anything stick out to you guys? Um, anything else from the eggs interviews?
0: They gotta to to be honest. Besides ghost, um. And well, I mean, G G had a good one about he's pretty he's pissed, pissed off about yeah. yeah. Um, I feel for him. Uh, besides ghosts, I thought Coots honestly. Flyers better do something, um, this off because I'm not saying Coots based on his comments is like itching to get out of Philadelphia, but he's now watched Giroux. Uh, or watched the team basically piss away Giroux's entire prime. I would be shocked if Sean Couturier would let himself get in that same boat by signing a long-term contract with a team that, you know, if the Flyers don't make the playoffs next year, at least, and you know, maybe more beyond that. I mean, he said he's like, I want to stay in Philadelphia, but he, he did you know, start it with the, we'll, we'll see. see, yeah, we'll see, yeah, which is never well because but you can never you can never read too too much in that because if we all remember John Tavares, you know, a couple yeah. years ago promised. The Islanders fans that he would stay, and then changed it to well. If I do choose to not stay, I'll make sure that a trade happens to get something. And like it, it just kept evolving the entire broken race. promise I mean, after broken promise. Yeah, yeah. So you can't you it's can't e- read too much into it. But I mean, it's even a shorter time it.
2: frame either because if they can't get a deal done by the deadline, and they're not playing like especially if they're not playing well. They're not going to lose him for nothing to free agency. No, yeah. So yeah. you're you're saying and I didn't even think about this is like from a perspective of roster construct you're you're pretty much saying you have to have a good first half of the season otherwise, yeah. your number one center may consider other options. So
0: Needs, come on. <laughs> what the
2: hell? <laughs> By
1: the way, um, I was listening to, to Charlie O'Connor on Broad Hockey, I think it was a week ago or two weeks ago, and they actually brought up this scenario because Giroux and Coots are both due new contracts really soon. And, you know, technically, I think they can negotiate with Giroux July 1 of this year. I don't know if they can do that with Coots too. I'm not sure if they can both do July 1 or how that works, but – um you know, it'll be interesting to see what the Flyers do and what, you know, what G decides to do. Um
0: I think it is. You can start the year. Yeah. The so year, you, day, you can
1: start year negotiating year. July 1. Yeah. So. I would, be,
0: I would be shocked if the Flyers don't bring back Drew. I can't. Like, yeah, he even said he at wants this to point, finish his career here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. At this point, it's, I don't and think it's he's almost like, into. It's almost like, it's not like sunken cost theory or anything like that, but like. He's got a family here. He's yeah. got another kid on the way. I'm pretty sure, right? We found, it, or uh, at no. least the one kid for sure. He's got one. Um, he's got Gavin. Yeah, yeah. He's got. I thought they had one on the way. I guess not. They have, um, oh TK does. TK, TK has one on TK, the way. I know TK does. Yeah. Um. You know. I I can't see them losing him, but I would not be shocked if. Well, just when it's going to tell be... me
1: it'll tell me a lot of what the of what the Flyers are thinking, or vice versa, to tell me what Giroux and Kootz are thinking. Because, you know, if we hear rumblings that, uh, you know, you know, um, uh, Elliot Friedman comes out in September and is like, yeah, Flyers and Couturier have been working, you know, you know, uh, Flyers and Drew have been working on a deal for the last couple of weeks. You know, they're getting it done. OK, I'll be OK. But if, you know, we heard no rumblings and it's December, it's February and all of a sudden there's still yeah. no contract talk for the, either one of them. It's, you know, kind of shows you where they're going. Someone's. The players have all the leverage in this situation, so, you know, it's going to tell me a lot about what they think of this team. And, I mean, as of right now, as we stand, I could not blame either one of them for leaving. Um, yeah. I'd be heartbroken, I mean, but it is what the it best
0: is. Way to, the best way to convince players to stay win. is to bring, yeah, well, I was going to say bring other good players in. That to too. Win, That's,
1: that helps to win. Paging so, I'm with you. Page and Dougie, what do you think that yeah, ticket's going to be? That's going to be nine and a half or ten million probably, easy. Probably nine.
0: Yeah, I'd be willing to get nine in a second. I don't see, I don't see why the Hurricanes wouldn't go all in on him either. Because
1: the owner's uh, cheap as hell. That's why.
0: I yeah. I get they're paying Rob in. Brindamore.
1: Apparently, they're paying Rob Brindamore one point eight million. That's what he's going to get.
0: Well, he was what a. He was a. He had no head coaching experience, did he? Yeah, that? but I, I was
1: listening to Thirty One Thoughts and they're like, Yeah, if he ta-, he's taking an undermarket deal by like two to three times what he would get right now if he was like, I'm not re signing. So Do we want to go uh, into
2: off season demands expectations first and then go with the well. teams after or what?
0: Let's just do off season because we're we don't want to go too long. Let's go uh right. let's go Pick, pick ones. I feel like we've touched on if we if we don't wind up hitting on the themes we can
2: we can probably do like a recap okay. of the season. Yeah, next, next yeah, okay. that's
0: fine. So we've talked about the themes the entire year. Themes have been the same. I themes mean, that's what have we can not say. Not That is. <laughs> go ahead, Matt, Go ahead. List them right now. All right, themes, uh, we'll
2: mean. just get them out of the way. Yeah. So, season themes: strong play from the veterans. Check. I believe the yes. end of the end of the year, <laughs> it was G, Jake and JVR with 43 points, followed by Coots with 41. Um, And then I think it was TK and Hayes. So TK, really the only quote-unquote young player in that group. Um, So strong play from the veterans for the most part, strong underperformance from the youth across the board, excluding Joel Farabee, of course. Historically bad goaltending. Yes. An inactive Chuck Fletcher who is showing mm-hmm. kind of I, – I don't want to say yet. Yeah, we'll see what happens this offseason in terms of if we lack a direction or not. And then Terrell's terrible special teams and assistant coaches. So intertwined there.
1: If, if the special teams – coach, if they're back, man. Oh, my God. If Michelle Tarion is back, if, if – what's his face? What's the other guy's there, name? There's Yo. no excuse for
0: Mike the, the penalty kill. No. Uh, like coaching to be back at all. I mean they're –
2: you think Le- was? Think it do you know who actually probably mm. took it over this year? They probably gave it back to our boy. Ian Laparia. Lappy,
0: Lappy, yeah, up from the up from the booth. Mm,
2: it's possible.
0: Let yeah.
1: let's get into off-season demands, though. That's that's let me start. Uh off my my off-season demands. I'll give you um I'll give you like my top 3 moves. 1. Fire Michelle Terry and Mike Yo. Both of them out, gone, see ya. Lovely. Um There are some interesting head coach vacancies now, which means there are some head coaches that are, you know, going to be looking. I don't think Rick Tockett would take a assistant spot because I think he's worth the head coach look. Um, But there's a couple, couple names out there now um, that maybe if, you know, they don't find a great fit, they're willing to take a one year shot as an assistant somewhere on a, on a team with a lot of promise. So, First move, get rid of the two, uh, the two yokels behind the bench, send them back to Montreal with some cigarettes. Uh, number two, uh, either trade or sign a number one defenseman. So I would like them to either go out and just throw a name out there, a, a Ryan Ellis, maybe, maybe you know, sweeten the deal and get him. You go and you sign Dougie Hamilton, like we said, um, or you just go to a team with a surplus of defense. Um uh, I would like to see them make that move. Number three, um, either trade – yeah, it would have to be trade one of the core not being Drew or Couturier. So either Jake or JVR, one of them – in order in order for my number two plan to work, one of them is going to have to be gone. So um just happens to fall, fall – the cards fall that way. So either JVR or Jake – I'll even throw TK in there or TK possibly moved for either cap relief if you're going to sign somebody or number one D-man. Those are my three expectations. And no excuses from Chuck Fletcher. That's a lot. No excuses from Chuck Fletcher. Because I fully expect, seriously, and you guys might laugh at this, if the Flyers do not make the playoffs this next season, Chuck Fletcher is fired, Allie and Vigneault is fired, and we go full tank again, or a full rebuild, I should say. Um uh, if they do not make the playoffs. So
0: you're probably right. I mean that's that's probably what would have to happen. Hundred percent. Yeah.
1: So but. we'll see. Those are my demands. And free uh, sausage, peppers, and onions whenever I go to the Wells Fargo Center. We'll throw that in there too. We
0: do have a killer sausage, pepper, and onion. They do, it's really sandwich. good. Yeah. Um can I go? You
1: go ahead.
0: Can? I'll do uh, I'll say I demand at least one of the head co- or one of the assistant coaches gets fired. Mm. At least one of them. Take it could be either either you bank on the fact that with some help, some personnel help next year the special or the penalty kill will be fine you don't fire yo or you bank on the fact that the players will figure out the power play whatever. One of them has to go. Just do some one of them has to go so that fans can be like if nothing else can have a guy to look at and be like yeah. Him. We blame him. Yeah, was it? yeah, exactly. Um second, go out and I I this is just gonna be a rehashing of Joe's. Um, I
2: know, I feel like mine are so similar.
0: Yeah, I mean it's it's shop shop one of the core veterans if you can. If you can lose one to the expansion even better that probably works too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh if not, maybe see if you can sniff around for a jake and whatever trade or jvr for you know a couple pieces trade um and then three go big game hunting in uh free agency i mean there's dougie hamilton obviously that is for a team looking for defensive help than a number one defenseman uh i mean dougie hamilton is it so that's that's where i put my chips but then big game hunting doesn't always mean free agents in a during the actual free agency period, we see a lot of trades happen in the draft leading up or even make a you know, hockey shortly, deal shortly after. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, player for player trade or package some players. You have Nolan Patrick, a decent asset sitting there. And I highly doubt teams would, wouldn't take a, you know, take a gamble on him. Shane Goss's pairs, his contracts up, right? No, no, he's, he's got, still got it. Oh, got two he's got years. term left, baby. Two years, two years left. Oh my God. Well, look, that's another asset maybe you you're
1: gonna have to sweeten that deal
0: you eat like a a third of it or something like that or a quarter of it Um, or or trade
1: it I'd rather trade it with a pick and and keep the money
0: that well, that that's assuming you can a team can eat all the cap I'm now I'm just assuming Arizona um yeah I mean that's that's kind of it like I think every fan should be not should be but every fan like must have a similar idea of like what they want from this team Mike you forgot
1: you want
2: you forgot one Jack Eichel. What?
0: Oh yeah. Jack Should Eichel. we touch on that at all, Matt? I know you have your yeah. Well, I'll so through
2: mine because they're pretty similar. Then we can t- touch on maybe the armchair GM of what an Eichel trade looks like. But yeah, um, like they said, it's pretty similar. My demand is that what, like Mike at least one of those assistant coaches is fired. We need a new dynamic somewhere um, because even though Mike Yo's team has been terrible defensively, they had a good penalty kill last year. Like, I, I honestly, after I said it, like, wonder if Ian LaPerriere, like, at all has an influence on that because – He incepted Mike Yo, He because, incepted geez, his dream. Like, it looked – it was as bad as previous. So I, I don't know what happened there. But, yeah, so one of them gone. Um, sad to say, but I, I think Ghost needs a new home. Based on the way uh, Cam York looked, it looks like he could take over one of those power plays – so, I think one, I, I should say, two of JVR, Jake, and Ghosts need to be gone. Um, and then, what else was mentioned? And then, yeah, I guess the only other thing I'll bring up is a, a different backup for Carter Hart. Um. Ooh, that's just, a good one. It's like a new dynamic. Nothing against Brian Elliott, like you mentioned, he was serviceable, and he did what he was brought here to do for the most part. And uh, sometimes just a change of scenery, or a little—I don't want to say competition, but like someone to push him a little bit more, or just have a different outlook on the position, um, can be beneficial. So that's well, also. Uh,
1: I mean, if Moose, if Moose could play, you know, games in a row and not, you know, have this. Crazy roller coaster ride of production. It'd be one thing, but you know, he's just he, he can't he can't string good games together consistently anymore. And you know, Carter Hart does have a little bit of an injury history, so there is a chance that whoever comes here is going to have to play a couple more games than they normally would as a backup. So yeah, bring me uh Georgiev I'm ready.
2: I am interested. Mike to shaking see, his head. No, I am interested to see these these contracts this summer though with. With uh, with Carter Hart especially, I mean, I can't really imagine him getting above three. Um, you you think he's going to get more than three after mm-hmm. this past he's gonna, season?
1: He's he's going to do a bridge deal for sure. Maybe maybe three, but yeah, actually, maybe three by three.
0: Three's low for a goalie. I mean, for a goalie who has that much, I...
2: has but does <laughs> three he by has, three. He, he he has one put together season. That's it.
0: But you don't think the upside's there? No, I, mean, I do like think
2: that's, the upside's I, there, but I think the problem is is like you have he didn't just have like a like somewhat down season. It wasn't his state his percent average was eight eighty.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean it was bad, but his prior his playoff and then his prior two seasons were great. So I, I mean three one and a half seasons prior, but yeah. Sure. Uh I mean what what's what's a starter make? This year, starter then. make five? Um,
1: most starters are in the five five, five range. Five. I don't he know, has maybe not maybe between. Five
0: in my no, mind. no, I'm mm-hmm. not saying he's earned five. If he had had an incredible year, if he had had another good year this year, he probably gets five. 100%. Sure. No, I think he'll he'll probably get like a three or two year deal for like three five maybe. I could see that three five or four. That's the absolute I mean, that's... highest is three five. I can imagine. Sure. If, if Chuck's sure.
2: dishing him out a four million dollar contract after last year in a flat cap
0: world, I mean. Yeah, I mean you're probably not going to see. Yeah, you're probably not seeing anything more than four. But I don't. I'm just saying I don't think it's a given that because of this season, Carter Hart's next contract takes that much. I think that it's more likely that he gets, you know, a bridge deal versus a long term <laughs> deal now. Like I, I don't think
1: Chuck better pull a Yarmo Kekalainen and hold mm. his feet to the fire then,
0: and then lose him in a couple of years. Yeah, come what, on. What, what does Sandheim get? You
2: think then? Mm. Cause what's he making right now? It's like three two five, something like
0: that. I don't know. That's another I, interesting. He can't one. get he can't get that much more than what he's making. Yeah, three. Yeah, 3. he. I mean, was what he had. He to hasn't taken. He hasn't he taken fine. a massive jump. He didn't, jump or he didn't any take any a step back this no. year, but he didn't it, take a step forward at all. No, I mean, right.
2: what, like, what do you think? Like four by four, <laughs> something
1: Maybe, like yeah. that. That'd be fair. I think four by four would be fair. Yeah. 3 by 5 is not enough of a jump. So, yeah. From 3.25. Um we'll see, man. I, yeah. This is this is what uh this is why Chuck gets paid, you know, the million plus dollars whatever he gets he's, paid to do.
0: If there's one thing he's shown that good contracts finding way finding yeah, finding way to make deals is not in terms of player like player contracts has not been a an, an issue for him at all yeah. at this point. I mean, so I'm not concerned, but... How about... There's going to be a l- How about
2: Jack Eichel, though? What do you think Chuck's going to get yeah. up for him? Yeah,
1: let's, let's hear it, Mike. You you were the one who proposed this in the group chat earlier. I want to hear your Jack Eichel trade.
2: And you're obviously, either,
1: this is this is not, you know... The likelihood of this happening is, you know, zero. But it's always fun.
0: I mean, you're either creating a... There's only really two options in terms of, like, trade packages. Like, in my eyes, like you're either creating one around Sean Couturier... Uh, or you're creating one around Nolan Patrick, Phil Myers, and Travis me. Yeah, like,
1: that's the one I was thinking in my you, head.
0: You, you, one of those two, are gonna be it. Um, I, now, I, picture I think if you're the Sabers, you probably go younger. Um, because it looks like they're just gonna need to rebuild again. Because Sam Reinhardt's definitely not staying either. he's so not? So they're staying? about to lose their two. No, uh, he, he's, he had like people lost his. Or his press conference got lost in the weeds uh, because of Eichel, but apparently Sam Reinhart's was like even worse. Oh, so geez. yeah, uh, so they're about to lose their two best players. So I mean, that's that's a full rebuild on the way for them, in my opinion. <laughs> would you, so, I mean, you would you
1: do Myers, Tk, Patrick, and two firsts? For Eichel?
0: Absolutely yeah I think Absolutely. I think
1: it would be I think it would be something yeah, like that and maybe I think that's
0: too little I think Connecticut yeah. is probably part of the deal for if if like
1: TK Myers Patty Two first and Frost
0: I mean send I it. it I'm in I'm I 100% percent probably in. do it probably do it 100% uh, in The only thing I will say I did think about this today The only thing is that Michael really wants that surgery done on his neck, yeah, and it's a surgery that hasn't been done on an athlete yet, or at least on a hockey player. HL player, yeah. So it's Ooh. yeah, an NHL player. So it's a, it's like an experimental ish surgery. Um,
2: that's kind
1: of scary, you know.
0: If he wants it, if he want, if that's his prerogative, I understand that. If he thinks that that gives him the best option to be healthy, and if he's talked about it with doctors, then I agree. But I, uh, you know, that gives you a little bit of pause, but um. I I mean you also, I'd rather him get his neck fixed than just have a lag a lingering neck injury the rest of his life. I guess. like I, yeah, I it's, it's either it's, you, it's a tough
1: you bite the bullet and 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 kind of just wait it out yeah. for a season. I mean you might you may lose him for a whole season. Who knows? I mean
0: yeah, I yeah.
1: I think the the only next surgery I remember for athletes was like Peyton Manning and yeah, I mean. The Colts moved on to him to, to Andrew Luck, so um, we'll see. But, yeah, I would do that deal in a heartbeat. You, you do TK, Patrick, Myers, two first, and Frost, send it. Mm. Uh, I'm sure they would probably want to swap out Myers for York. Um,
0: not happening. Yeah, I think that's – not, not that that's like the deal breaker, but if you're already giving up that much.
2: Yeah, you, no. can, you can't just know. get the uh, – pretty much well, a top-line winger. Because or, at, the,
0: at that point – at that point you're basically saying like jack eichel this one player is our here now and future too like yeah. which i mean he could i guess it's fair but it's also yeah but it's also not like
1: one player can rangers only fired so uh, a lot of we should mention by the rangers fired head coach dave quinn today yeah so there goes his uh boston connection in new york is gone um well, i want to as a
0: team I, I what are what are they about to do
1: the rangers they're yeah, gonna go get. They, I thought they were gonna go get Eichel. I don't know what they're gonna do now.
0: Because they're well, they were expected, or I guess Dolan was expecting that they'd be a playoff team this year, which was ludicrous, Yeah. Um, they still made great strides, and they, they finished
1: exactly where I thought they were gonna be, fighting for a playoff tied, spot and they were just tied missing. With us, yeah, yeah, I pictured um, them just missing.
0: And they, uh, they did a lot of good things, and then they just fired their entire front office. Yeah. So you usually only do that when you're rebuilding uh, or you're like a contender that's like looking to bring in a new spark to take you over like the next hump. But like their GM did a great job and I mean, I don't think David Quinn's a great coach, but no, he was working with that team at least. So at least recently, at least recently, but yeah, I don't know that that's, that's suddenly a very scary thing for a player. That's like, had been eyeing up going there because now they've got all these question marks like from a hockey ops standpoint. So I don't know.
1: I want to, I want to end with this. I want to ask you guys a question and I want a straight yes or no answer. You don't have to go into detail. Do the Flyers trade their first round pick for this draft? Yes or no? Yes. Matt.
2: Because I hate this organization right now. I'm saying no. <laughs> That's probably the right answer. Fair
1: right? enough. Yeah, probably is correct. All right, gang. Well, we're gonna be uh, we're gonna be shifting to what? It's gonna be one episode a week now, right? Instead of two. Um, but we'll still be hitting you guys up with content. We'll have more armchair GM episodes. I'm sure we'll have some hot take episodes. Some Joe's hot take cafes. The
0: Hall of Fame stuff too. We Hall get of back Fame. To that.
1: We got to continue the Hall of Fame. We're gonna go. I guess we started in the Pacific. So what's next? Central.
0: Yeah. So, and we'll be doing like playoff stuff too. Yeah, like, we'll, we'll we'll chime re- in with tapping series and stuff. Yeah, like, with
1: with with especially well, I'm going to try and pay more attention to the West Coast if I can if I can get the games um, just because I always like to pick a team in the West Coast when yeah. you know when the Flyers are not in and I'll root for them so I got to pick Maybe my we team. Can
0: do like a um like a did you see it moment or something like did you see. Uh, you know so and so's goal last night or something like that yeah. you know as the playoffs are going that could be fun we'll
1: keep we'll keep the content churning and burning here so don't you guys worry um anything else boys anything you want to end with anything special special messages happy mother's day to all the moms uh we're a little late here on, on Tuesday but happy mother's day um happy father's day coming up in another month
2: getting anything getting, else? getting there early nice. should we go
1: let's go let's go to christmas hey merry christmas uh, no we yeah. just we just jumped a shark on the uh, July 4th. So,
0: no Easter, I think. Easter too. We're a little late on Easter, too, late though, Easter. so you might as well say <laughs> it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all the
1: holidays. Here's here's a quick question and this is kind of I have had this debate with coworkers before. Uh how late into the new year can you say happy you know, I hope you had a happy New Year. Like happy New Year. How long can you go? If you go? had a couple in... weeks. Weeks. Like wow. Weeks? Mike says
0: weeks. No, like within the first couple I'm saying like if it's like coworkers in the office, then I'm talking the customers. You're talking
2: about wow, customers? customers. I would say it into late February. Woof, whoa! Ho-ho. Wow! Wow! Because if, I mean, if you hadn't talked to I mean, if you hadn't talked, I guess yet, yeah, you can just be like, "Hope you're so. enjoying yeah, the new that's... year, right?" Like, I mean, yeah. okay. what else are you going to talk right. Right about? Hey, you All guys right. enjoying that's being true. in your homes during this miserable <laughs> winter?
0: that's fair right. i i still i think i hold to like the first two weeks first three weeks
1: yeah i think my, my absolute limit is like january 16th after that you know that's kind of it for me i'm kind of done
0: january 16th so suspect so specific yeah i'm listening trust me man
1: i don't know something about that date
0: is that the inauguration date yeah <laughs> i doubt it <laughs> new year new president yeah
1: exactly it's it it's all over all
0: right all
1: right everybody well that's enough fun fun uh stuff from us well, we'll check back in with you next week for matt for mike for myself have a great Firmicus week everybody for me uh go phillies go sixers uh go eagles i guess